Today in Agronomy on KFILAM AM 1060 with Pioneer Field Agronomist Allie Wise and Josh Schaffner. Here's Josh and Allie. Good morning, Southeast Minnesota. This is episode number 16th. It's March 18th today. Uh, so the day after St. Patty's Day, Josh, I, I will say the one nice thing about, well, there's a lot of nice things about uh, being associated with Pioneer, but when you work for Pioneer, you're always wearing green, so you don't have to worry about getting pinched on St. Patty's Day. Yeah, that is very true. And um, yeah, it's uh, always a, a fun holiday when I enjoy every year. Um, so Ali, you know, we're kind of getting into mid-March here and, um, you know, we're, we're thinking about planning more and more and we're probably just, uh, you know, maybe a nice day or two away from some guys, you know, maybe pulling the planner out and getting things unfolded and starting working on it. And um, today we're going to talk maybe not so much a planner prep or a planner clinic, but maybe just get into, I get a lot of questions as I make the rounds here, especially this winter around, you know, planning date is such a big deal in Southeast Minnesota, whether it be for corn or beans and and with the challenges we've had the last few years, how do we get, you know, planning done sooner? And, and high-speed planning technology is, is it's not brand new, um, but there's still, you know, maybe to some of our growers, it's not something they've had the opportunity to work with or, or see function. And I thought we'd talk a little bit today around high-speed technology and maybe some of the you know, the, the pros and, uh, you know, where the value is and kind of see if they got a fit for us. Yeah. And I think this is a nice place to start just with the high speed planning technology. Um, I know some shows back, you know, back in 2019, we talked a little bit about a second planner debate, but I think looking at that high speed planning option, is just a nice way to look at maybe an efficient option of either retrofitting what you have or being able to truly get the most out of the, whether it's the tractors or monitors or different planners you, you already have available on hand. So Josh, I think as we, we dig into this, we do have just some interesting tidbits to share from a, a really nice study that was out of Iowa State University uh, from Matt Dar and Ryan Bergman. Uh, for starters, I, I, I know this is pretty elementary for most folks, but do you mind just walking us through just kind of general uh, differences between maybe um, precision planning speed tubes and then the John Deere Exact Emerge? Yeah, they're the the two most common systems that are that are on the market, and um, I've had a little bit more, you know, firsthand experience with the John Deere Exact Emerge system. But you know, the concept is very similar. Um, you know, the major difference between the two is in the John Deere system; they're using more of a brush. So in that case, you know, the the seed is going to get. Uh, kind of kicked into that brush and, and going to get delivered to the ground that way where the speed tube it's a similar mechanical device but it does have individual cells so you know in some cases there can maybe be a little bit uh, a deviation there but again very very similar systems for the most part um, but when you get into maybe talking about soybeans you know there's maybe some differences there that we may want to consider and Ellie when you think about high speed planning technology you know there, it's kind of twofold if you really look at the purpose of it number one is speed and the second part is, you know, eliminating that gravity seed tube uh, and it's more of a singulation spacing. And I don't recall how many years ago this was, Allie, maybe I didn't five years ago. I'd have to ask Brian Buck, our counterpart. I can't remember what year that was, but I remember when we first got to be involved in the first demo, one of these the machines, I was up in Lewiston and I was really probably not so much intrigued by the speed, but by the singulation I was curious about. And uh, I'll just never forget when I first saw one of these perform, I I, dug, I hate digging for seed. I'm colorblind. I usually can't find it. And there's a farmer looking at me and I don't, I can't even find a seed. And I usually, I'm so embarrassed because it just doesn't stick out to me. Just a personal issue. But, uh, but either way, I, I did find a seed. And then from that point, rather than digging my trench, I just laid my tape out and I did the math. It's like, well, this is where the seed should be. And I think I went 10 seeds in a row and they were all basically right on the mark. And from that point, I'm just like, from a singulation standpoint, this thing is pretty impressive. And, and Ellie, when we do look at Iowa State's data, it, it really, I think on a corn standpoint, it highlights that 
consistency of singulation extremely well. Yeah, so a piece of their study was looking at the planter seed spacing quality under these high-speed planting type conditions. So if we look at maybe just a conventional planter type option, uh, the amount of times that the spacing was less than ideal was much greater than the variance we saw in either the precision planting or John Deere exact emerge. So if we come back to the conventional for a second, when they were doing these trials, they planted at five miles per hour, seven and a half and 10 miles per hour. And you saw the amount of decrease in the the positiveness of your planting spacing dramatically worsen with higher speeds versus as we look at whether it's the precision planning or the John Deere exact emerge, they stay relatively even keeled across the board, even when you start to to reach those 10 mile per hour type speeds. So all in all, I think corn spacing uniformity, like you said, between conventional and high speed planning, uh, really just comes back to how can we just maintain that high quality placement or singulation um, as we're planning. Yeah, and I think the the biggest thing that jumps out in this study is um, even at five miles per hour, um, you know, the performance of a conventional gravity flowed C tube system was worse than the speed tubes at ten. Yeah, which is 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 kind of mind boggling in a way. And another thing, Ellie, you and I both have UABs that we can fly fields and do stand count analysis, which is pretty awesome technology that that we have uh, working at Pioneer and. You know, sometimes, you know, I see a lot of non-speed two planters do a great job of, you know, putting down a population, good spacing. Um, but I will say when I do fly fields, you know, I, I'm always amazed at the consistency when you look at the gap analysis and other things, which our drone can tell us the exact spacing average of the plants and everything else. But um, when you do look at it from a drone analysis, um, these speed two planters, they stand out big time uh, based on that analysis. And um, it's just something that's kind of cool. When we come back from break alley, we'll talk about high-speed planting technology and soybeans.